you. Pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> Pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Man, I'm scrambling right here at the end, getting ready to go. What do I do with this? Do I send this to Spencer? Yeah, I'm, Spencer, I'm going to send this to you, and uh, I'm texting it to you, and I want you to put it in the chat. All right? Let's see. I'm actually sending it to Jared. Maybe I can say, morning, folks. Bear with me here a second. Got this, and I'm going to send it. Uh, boom. Boom. Hey, good morning. Bengals got beat. It's great to watch the uh, Super Bowl not really care who wins. You say, Coach, that's kind of odd. You're, you're from Ohio. Yeah, but, you know, if you're from Ohio, it's hard to be both a Browns and a Bengals fan because they play each other, right? And I, I don't know if I ever watched the Super Bowl where I was more ambivalent, meaning I didn't really care who won. It was kind of – it was okay. And uh, for those of you who don't know, the Bengals lost basically <clears throat> last um, minute and a half of the game <clears> – <throat> The Rams went down and scored. How how could you root for the Los Angeles? Are they the Rams? I don't think they're the Rams anymore. But help me out here. Didn't they pick up and go to St. Louis? And didn't they go from St. Louis to someplace else? And then they they ended up back in L.A. And how could you be loyal to a team like that? Anyway, the L.A., I think they're the Rams. They're the Super Bowl champions of whatever year this is. And. Watched a little bit of that, went to bed, had a great weekend, busy weekend. I got some stuff to share with you today that is, uh, it, look, is, is it okay if I share with you some stuff that's not in the Bible? Are you guys mature enough that you can swallow this? Are you more mature enough that you can look at something and say, well, that's not really biblical truth, but that could be historical I'm talking about the book of Enoch here, second. Because Michelle and I, kind of unique yesterday morning, we did a, a, oh my goodness, here come the emails. Michelle and I did, uh, we did a little study of Enoch yesterday morning, Sunday morning together. We just sat around the campfire and we just, we did a little bit of study of Enoch. And I want everyone out there to relax and know this right now that I don't think Enoch is part of the established King James Christianity, okay? Okay? But I do believe that there's some historical significance to the book. It would be, in, in my opinion, what if, what if I use this illustration for you? What if, what if I were to say that there's the history books, uh, the U.S. books of world history, or that, whatever that would be, and then there's 1984, or what's that other good one? Uh, 19, I read them all, 1984. Somebody help me. Come on, what's the other Brave one? Brave New World. About, Brave New World. Letters, Lord of letters the Flies. From the general. Letters yeah. from the generals in the wars. There, there you go. History, yeah. That, okay, good. That's, Mark, that, that's why I love you, man. 
That's a, that's exactly it. It is a, it's an explanation of history going on around the official biblical canon. Are you with me on that, friends? So Michelle and I yesterday, we we kind of I'm going to jump in here with it in a second. Michelle and I dug into it yesterday, and we had we had an absolutely fascinating Bible study together, Michelle and I yesterday. And uh, can I tell you this? Reading these letters from the generals, Mark said, built my faith. I'm going to say that again. I wasn't reading from the Bible. But what I read built my faith. I want to try to take you down that, that path today here. If, listen, if, if you're uh... okay. Thank you, Lord. I'm diving right in. Hey, thanks to all of you who showed up out in Pennsylvania. We had some communication issues about where to meet and what time to get there. And uh, it wasn't our best attempt, not, not criticizing anybody. Communication, dropped the ball in communication. God bless all of you who went out there and faithfully went out there and handed out flyers and cards and showed up. God bless you. And uh, thanks for going. Thanks for going. And God bless Bobby and, uh, and Pennsylvania Brett and everybody pulled it together out there. Appreciate all you guys. Sometimes we have great scrimmages. Sometimes we don't have great scrimmages. And uh, uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Coach, what are you going to talk about today? Well, first of all, I want to do this. Spencer, pull up, if you will, for me. It says Webster. Hey, folks, is it okay if I just dive in today? I just want, I just want to dive in. And listen, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to do this for me. I don't want anybody to raise their hand for 20 minutes, okay? I want, I want to lay this out. And then during the last part of it, then we, can, then we can dice it up a little bit, okay? Unless you absolutely have something uh, earth-shattering mistake that I made that you need to point out, okay, cool. But otherwise, let me roll here, okay? Pull up in Bible Gateway uh, uh, Webster's uh, tradition. Tradition. Pull that up for me, Spencer. Tradition. Uh, what? You still didn't get the email? What do I do about that, Spence? Because this is going to be really. Spence, Spence is talking to my Coach, ear. In the he, original 1611 KJV, it included the book of Enoch. Yeah, but listen, I don't want to get into that argument. I'm with you, John. I don't want to get into that argument with you. I don't want to get into the argument that it's in. Because as soon as I bring up the Ethiopian Bible, then people are going to say, well, then they're going to go off on the Ethiopian Bible. I don't, I, don't, I don't even care, okay? I'm reading letters from the generals. That's what I'm doing. I'm reading letters from the generals here. This, this is not now, – now Spencer's got me all on a whack because this isn't being sent to him. Why isn't this being sent to you, Spence? <clears throat> Bear with me, folks, because I can't do it without it. You guys got to all follow along with me. Hang on here. Hang on. Hang on. Where am I? Let's go to this thing here. It's going to be good today, folks. It's going to be good. Bear with me. Hang in there. Spencer, I'm going to see if I can send it to you over my phone, and if that will have even a, a better opportunity to, to do it. I'm sorry, folks. This, this, seems, this seems like such a rookie stuff to do. I'm going to forward this to Jared. And to Spencer, and I'd have no idea why this thing isn't gone. So I, I said it again. Okay, so we, we are right now tradition, tradition, tradition. Webster says tradition, delivery, the act of delivering into the hands of another. The delivery of opinions, doctrines, practices, rights, and customs from father to son or from ancestor to posterity. 
the transmission of any opinions or practices from forefathers to descendants by oral communication without written memorials. The children derive their vernacular language chiefly from tradition. Most of our early notions are received by tradition from our parents. Did you get it yet, Spencer? Nope. Jeez. That which is handed down from age to age by oral communication. The Jews paid great regard to tradition in matters of religion, as do the Romanists. Protestants reject the authority of tradition in sacred things and rely only on the written word. Mm. Traditions may be good or bad, true or false. Stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or epistles, it says in 2 Thessalonians 2.15. Why do we also transgress the commandment of God? That's why I want that. Are you all with me? I'm panicked here because this great teaching I'm about to do, I cannot get my links to Spencer and Jared. Anybody have a suggestion what I could do? Can I copy them and put them in the chat? Will that work? Try that, Coach. Yeah, it takes so much time to do that. Looks like what? Can you share your screen? Oh. Yeah, Paul Gosling said, trust God. I'm trusting God. Lord, pop that thing open for me, okay? So go to, go to uh, oh my goodness, this makes me so frustrated. Go to Mark chapter 7, if you could, Spence. Pull that up there for me. And, and uh, just scroll down through there. Then came together unto the Pharisees. Then came together unto him the Pharisees and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of the disciples eat bread defiled, they sent him with unwashing hands. They found fault for the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they washed their hands oft, eat not, holding, holding the tradition of the elders. When they come from the market, except they wash, they don't eat. Many other things there be, which they have received to hold as the washing of cups and pots and brazen vessels and of tablets. Then the Pharisees and scribes ask him, hey, hey, Jesus, how come come your guys don't wash their hands? How come they don't wear masks and socially distance? They asked Jesus. And Jesus said, well, Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as is written, the people honor me with their lips, but their hearts far from me. Jesus said, "Uh, you dudes, you follow all the rules, follow all the rules. But you wouldn't know me if I came and stood before you, which obviously was. Howbeit in vain do you worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such things. And he said unto them, full well you reject the commandment of God, that you might keep your tradition. I was having a conversation with somebody this weekend. I, I was raised Catholic. Y'all know that. And uh, Catholicism is, I'm sorry, sorry. Catholicism is nothing but tradition. When I was in the Catholic Church, all I was taught was the catechism of the Catholic Church. What the, the rules and the regulations and the do's and the don'ts and the, all the things that the Catholic doctrine told me I was supposed to follow. And Jesus speaks out specifically in this verse, not against sound doctrine, 
but against the traditions of men. Are you, are you following me? Okay. All right. So Amen. that's where we are. That's where we are for the most part. That's where we are. And you guys know this, that if you, let me stop a second. I got to tell you something. I am so free. I don't know how I got this way. I'm so free to look at the things that might scare some of you other guys. I'm yeah, I'm so free. I'm not in any way, shape, or form worried about following an unsound doctrine. I'm not, I'm not worried about opening something up and reading it and ending up somewhere clear out in the weeds. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. Will guide us into all truth. Sometimes that truth comes from, from directions and places that we don't that we don't get. Spencer, you still haven't gotten that email. What would that What would that be all about? Because this is try that. I, I mean, this is crazy. Because I need these links, folks. I need these links. Some, somebody, wear, bear with me a second. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. Guy gone. I hate computers. I'd be better without them. All right. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Okay. Spencer just sent me another one. Let's see if we can get this thing there. See if this is going to work. Uh, it looks safe. Uh, I'm going to reply. Sorry. Bear with me here. Bear with me. If this one doesn't work, Spence, I don't know what to tell you. Boom, it's gone. Okay, so we teach as commandments the doctrines of men, making the word of God of none effect. Can any of my Catholic friends out there give me some traditional Catholic traditions that you don't really follow anymore? Can anybody give me one? Any ex-Catholics? No meat on Friday. No meat on Friday. Thank you. Another one. Veil coverings. The worshiping of Mary. Worshiping of Mary. Can somebody give me another one? Fish on Fridays. Fish on Fridays. Candles and saints. Confession. Confession. Praying to saints. Praying to saints. Ten our fathers, ten hell Listen, I used to do all that stuff, right? Because I had been taught the traditions of men, the Catholic tradition of men. Listen, folks, I'm not trying to offend anybody, anybody at all. Can I tell you something? The charismaniacs are also following some traditions. Is that okay to say that? Can I also tell you this? That some of the charismaniacs are following no tradition. We have to be really, really careful when when we dive into doctrine. Okay? Can I tell you this? Ain't none of us got the whole got the whole kit and caboodle, right? Okay. So I'm Michelle. If I give her to get Michelle down here. My wife, Michelle, was very blessed yesterday by our Bible study on non-biblical canon Enoch. She's very blessed by it. And I was too, because why? It was putting pieces together. It's like letters from the generals, Mark. You nailed it. This is exactly what was going on as we were doing that study yesterday, right? So what do we know now? Folks, we have to understand this. Come on. Come on. We're big boys and big girls. That... 2,000 years ago, the ability to communicate was very, very, almost non-existent. A lot of different languages. Even though the world was just as big, it was smaller. When Your ability to be in Jerusalem, let's say, and to speak to somebody in the United States was almost impossible. All right? You get that, right? Of course, it wasn't the United States, but you're with me, right? And so as a, as a re- result, the, the Jewish religion talks about 
the what do they call that? The oral tradition, the oral tradition, which they call the 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 Torah. The Torah is the oral tradition, the teaching of tradition, right? They follow the Torah. You do know this, don't you? The most of the Jewish that's people, Talmud. That's Talmud. Talmud. Well, that's Talmud. I'm sorry, Tarm, Torah. Talmud is the written. Is that, let me get this right. Somebody help me out there, Joe. Somebody Torah help me. Is the written. Right, right. The Torah, Torah is the written. written. Talmud. Talmud is the oral traditions. Correct. And that's what that's what Jesus said. Uh, you you're teaching everybody what all the previous rabbis taught. That's tradition. That's Talmud. And by the way, much of Judaism today, and this is not an attack on Judaism, much of Judaism today follows oral tradition. The Talmud. Are you, you with me? Give me a thumbs up if you know what I'm saying. If you just follow me somewhat, somewhat here, okay? Okay. okay. So I'm trying to show you that there's a lot of this in, in Christianity, in Catholicism as well, because why? Because of the ability to communicate and write down and transfer and Right, you with me, right? It's like playing. You can't. Uh, some of you guys are so religious. I just hear it. See, some of you guys are so religious that you think that I'm working against the inerrancy of Scripture. You can go ahead and think that if you want to, and you can get locked in that trap if you want to. I'm trying to enlighten you. Outside, what is it, Mark? Letters from the generals about, what was, about what was going on at the time. Is Enoch a full inspired? I don't know. Pull up what is Wikipedia. Wikipedia is about as secular as you can get. So I hey, wanted hey, to go to hey, a secular site. Coach, there's, I, a link, yeah. there's a link I pulled up. If you would read the first paragraph, it would justify your statement of why it wasn't in the King James Version. And it would tie into why 1948, 7 and 48. And I understand the Rothschilds, you know, um, ordained a lot of the Israel, but I'm just telling you, the book of Enoch was found so we could see it because we are in the days that book of Enoch is describing. So if you just read this one paragraph, it will it will solidify your argument. Is that what's on the screen right now? Okay, yes it is. Thanks, Craig. Is that what it is, Spencer? Is that what you threw up there? Because I haven't read this. Uh, among the revelations that come out of the Dead Sea Scrolls, discovered in the mid-20th century, was the vindication of the Ethiopic version of the Book of Enoch. Before the Dead Scrolls were found, a legitimate air of suspicion hung over Ethiopian Enoch. That's, uh, the unanswered question is whether the Ethiopians had been faithful to preserve the Book of Enoch. In other words, was the Book of Enoch of the Ethiopians the same book quoted by Jude and the Apostles, or it had been significantly altered? We now know the answer to the question. From the many fragments of the Aramaic Enoch found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, scholars have determined that the Ethiopic Enoch is essentially faithful, formal translation of the original Book of Enoch. Okay, since that has now been established, there is since that has now been established, there is yet another astounding revelation that rises from these now famous, incredibly fragmentary remnants of parchment paper from the Judean desert. We can now piece together the preservation and transmission path of the Book of Enoch from its most ancient time. So now we have a trail of the book of Enoch. That's what he's saying. Readers should remember that the the first two verses of the book of Enoch contain the incredible prophecy that the book of Enoch would indeed survive until the end of the age. And here's the first two verses. Thanks, Craig, for this. The words of the book, blessing of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation, 
when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. He took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed me. And from then I have everything. And from then I understand as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one, which is yet to come. Wow, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? So again, my opinion, this is letters from the generals. All right? You with me? What do the secularists say, Craig? Uh, let's go back to what the secularists say. I'm going to show you something. Relax. You, you can, you'll still be a Christian when we're done here. Relax. Relax. The Book of Enoch is an ancient Hebrew apocalyptic religious text ascribed by tradition to Enoch. And Enoch contains unique material, the origin of demons and Nephilim. Why? This is secular, friends. Why some angels fell from heaven? An explanation of a, the Genesis flood was morally necessary. And a prophetic exposition of the thousand-year reign of the Messiah. Folks, this is in the book of Enoch, all right? Is it, listen, is it biblical canon? We're beyond that argument, aren't we? What is that, Mark? Letter from the generals. This is a letter from the generals about what was going on at the time. Okay, and we'll stop there. Anybody want to punch me in the nose yet? Because I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show, I, I, I just want to open your eyes up to it. It is not part of the biblical canon, it says down here. It is not part of the biblical canon used by Jews. It's not part of it. All right? This is Ethiopian. It is today wholly extant only in the Egyptian language, early Aramaic fragments, Dead Sea Scrolls, yada, 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 stuff Craig just talked about. Okay, cool. Let me see. I, I don't have to see if I got any hands up here. I, look up. I told you not to raise your hands. Uh, Myra, I don't. I, hang on, Myra. I'm not going to do. I'm not coming to you yet. I don't want to go. I don't want to get. I don't want to get distracted. So, here's what really. In, one, hey Spencer, pull up that uh, YouTube video. It says uh, Enoch. Book of Enoch. It's, uh, Michelle and I were. We were. Listening to the book of Enoch yesterday, Spencer put it at a seven minute and 30 second mark. And we were stopping as we were reading it and we were, we were talking. I said, oh, boy, this, maybe this explains this. Maybe this explains this. Huh, maybe this explains this. Again, Mark, letters from the generals. Was Enoch around watching all this? By the way, who was Enoch? Boy, that was Noah's great-grandpa, wasn't it? And Enoch was Noah's great-grandpa? No, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Jared was Enoch's daddy. Okay, so we ended up, after reading the first few parts of Enoch, Michelle and I ended up just in chapter 5. Now, just sit back. Spencer, you can actually put this at about one point. I don't know, put it at 1.5. Maybe I put it at 1.7. I think it's pretty slow. And just listen as this rolls, okay? This is the book of Enoch, chapter 6. Children of men, and beget us children. And Semjaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to do this deed, and I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, Let us all swear an oath, and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan to do this thing. Then swear they all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And there were in all two hundred who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they'd sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. 
And these are the names of their leaders. Semiazaz, their leader. Arakabah, Ramael, Kokobiel, Tamiel, Ramiel, Daniel, Ezekiel, Barakajal, Asael, Amaros, Atarel, Ananel, Zakiel, Samsapiel, Satarel, Turel, Jomjael, Sariel. These are their chiefs of tens. Chapter 7. And all the others together with them took unto themselves wives, each chose for himself one, and they began to go in unto them and defile themselves with them. And they taught them charms and enchantments and the cutting of roots, and made them acquainted with plants. And they became pregnant, and they bare great giants, whose height was three thousand ells, who consumed the acquisitions of men. And when men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against birds and beasts and reptiles and fish, and to devour one another's flesh and drink the blood. Then the earth laid accusation against the lawless ones. Chapter 8 And Azazel taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates, and made known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them, and bracelets and ornaments and the use of antimony, and the beautifying of the eyelids, and all kinds of costly stones, and all colouring tinctures. And there arose much godlessness, and they committed fornication, and they were led astray and became corrupt in all their ways. Semjaza taught enchantments and root cuttings, Amaros the resolving of enchantments, Barakijal taught astrology, Kokobel the constellations, Ezekiel the knowledge of the clouds, Arachiel the signs of the earth, Shamsiel the signs of the sun, and Sariel the course of the moon. And as men perished, they cried, and their cry went up to heaven. Chapter 9 And then Michael, Uriel, Raphael, and Gabriel looked down from heaven and saw much blood being shed upon the earth, and all lawlessness being wrought upon the earth. And they said one to another, The earth, made without inhabitant, cries the voice of their crying up to the gates of heaven. And now to you, the holy ones of heaven, the souls of men make their suit, saying, Bring our cause before the Most High. And they said to the Lord of the ages, Lord of lords, God of gods, King of kings, and God of the ages, the throne of thy glory standeth unto all the generations of the ages, and thy name holy and glorious and blessed unto all ages. Thou hast made all things, and power of all things hast thou, and all things are naked and open in thy sight, and thou seest all things, and nothing can hide itself from thee. Thou seest what Azazel hath done, who hath taught all unrighteousness on earth, and revealed the eternal secrets which were preserved in heaven, which men were striving to learn. See what Azazel has done? He taught all unrighteousness on earth. Who did? Azazel. Who's he? Well, he's one of the, he was one of the chief angels that, the, uh, that fell. He taught all unrighteousness on the earth and revealed the eternal secrets which were preserved in heaven, which men were striving to learn. They call that Nephilim technology. Keep going. Verse 7. And Samjaza, to whom thou hast given authority, to bear rule over his associates. And they have gone to the daughters of men upon the earth, and have slept with the women, and have defiled themselves, and revealed to them all kinds of sins. And the women have borne giants, and the whole earth has thereby been filled with blood and unrighteousness. And now, behold, the souls of those who have died are crying, and make their suit to the gates of heaven. And their lamentations have ascended, and cannot cease, because of the lawless deeds which are wrought on the earth. And thou knowest all things before they come to pass, and thou seest these things, and thou dost suffer them. And thou dost not say to us what we are to do to them in regard to these. Okay, stop. Chapter 10. Hey, Spencer. Oh, my goodness. This is going to keep going. I was going to stop. Keep going. Then said the Most High, the Holy and Great One spake, and sent Uriel to the son of Lamech, and said to him, Go to Noah, and tell him in my name, Hide thyself, and reveal to him the end that is approaching, that the whole earth will be destroyed, and a deluge is about to come upon the whole earth, and will destroy all that is on it. And now instruct him that he may escape, and his seed may be preserved for all the generations of the world. And again wow. the Lord said to Raphael, Bind Azazel hand and foot, and cast him into the darkness, and make an opening in the desert which is in Dudael, and cast him therein, and place upon him rough and jagged rocks, and cover him with darkness, and let him abide there forever, and cover his face that he may not see light. And on the day of the great judgment he shall be cast into the fire, and heal the earth which the angels have corrupted, 
and proclaim the healing of the earth, that they may heal the plague, and that all the children of men may not perish through all the secret things that the watchers have disclosed and have taught their sons. And the whole oh. earth has been corrupted through the works that were taught by Azazel. To him ascribe all sin. And to Gabriel said the Lord, Proceed against the bastards and the reprobates, and against the children of fornication, and destroy the children of fornication and the children of the watchers from amongst men, and cause them to go forth and send them one against the other, that they may destroy each other in battle. For length of days they shall not have. And no request that they, their fathers, make of thee shall be granted unto their fathers on their behalf. For they hope to live an eternal life, and that each one of them will live five hundred years. And the Lord said unto Michael, Go, bind Semjaza and his associates who have united themselves with women, so as to have defiled themselves with them in all their uncleanness. And when their sons have slain one another, and they have seen the destruction of their beloved ones, bind them fast for seventy generations in the valleys of the earth, till the day of their judgment and of their consummation, till the judgment that is for ever and ever is consummated. And in those days they shall be led off to the abyss of fire, and to the torment and the prison in which they shall be confined for ever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations, wow. and destroy all the spirits <laughs> of the reprobate and the children of the watchers, because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth, and let every evil work come to an end. And let the plant of righteousness and truth appear, and it shall prove a blessing. The works of righteousness and truth shall be planted in truth and joy forevermore. And then shall all the righteous escape, and shall live till they beget thousands of children. And all the days of their youth and their old age shall they complete in peace. And then shall the whole earth be tilled in righteousness, and shall all be planted with trees, and be full of blessing. And all desirable trees shall be planted on it, and they shall plant vines on it. And the vine which they plant thereon shall yield wine in abundance. And as for all the seed which is sown thereon, each measure of it shall bear a thousand, and each measure of olives shall yield ten presses of oil. And cleanse thou the earth from all oppression, and from all unrighteousness, and from all sin, and from all godlessness, and all the uncleanness that is wrought upon the earth, destroy from off the earth. And all the children of men shall become righteous, and all nations shall offer adoration, and shall praise me, and all shall worship me. And the earth shall be cleansed from all defilement, and from all sin, and from all punishment, and from all torment. And I will never again send them upon it, from generation to generation, and forever. Chapter 11. Well, in those days, okay, the store. listen, folks. Put this, in the, put this in the chat. You can listen to it on your own. All right? So, again, letters from the generals. Who are, did, you, did you notice this? Did you notice this? It said, it, uh, I believe, four different times that the angels defiled themselves. See, it was more than them defiling us. They left their first estate. What was their first estate? Well, they had this high ranking, this place that they can't go back to. They can't go back. They become, when they die, these disembodied spirits. They become the demonic realm, sort of, if you're with me, right? Is this canon? No, but it's certainly an explanation to what's going on around us. Okay, I'm going to crack it open here. I'll let Alan jump in here first. Come on in, Alan. Hey, good morning, Coach. No, you know what's the matter with the Book of Enoch, Coach? It makes all the seminaries, it turns them into cemeteries, brother. <laughs> That's it. What is the, this is what the war, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and this explains what it is that we're wrestling against. It takes us back. It takes us, again, letters from generals, takes us back to how this whole thing began. Coach, this it opens thing. up. It opens up Genesis chapter six so wide and bright that uh, 
A blind man could even see what's going on, man. So, so Alan, when they said in Genesis 6, that the, go there, Spencer, if you could real quick. Genesis 6. When the people read Genesis 6, it would be like us. This is me now. It would be like me reading a story about George Washington. Nobody had to explain George Washington to me. I knew who he was. Right? So the traditions that had been bought down, it said it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth and daughters were born unto them that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair. They took them wise. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. Keep going up on up. Because look, verse uh, there were giants in the earth in those days and also after that when the sons of God came into the daughters of men and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men, which were of men of old, men of renown. Allah just said, Enoch opens that up. Letters to generals, that opens it up. Come on in, Myra. Thank you, Coach. I just want to petition the Lord, if I may. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to the Lord for a successful uh, event in PA and everybody that um, attended. We thank you, Lord Jesus, f- because your presence was there with them. And I want to read Matthew 10, 7, 8. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, Freely you have received, freely give. I ask the glorious Holy Spirit to make yourself present in this call. Please fill us up with your breath of life. In Jesus' name, I rebuke the devil and demand that you release the oppressed. I release the love, joy, and peace on you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Coach. Amen. Amen. Larry. Yeah, you guys know that I kind of, I'm kind of a logic kind of guy. If, if something's true, then <laughs> something else is true, and they agree with each other, they may lead to another truth. But right. just to answer for a couple of three questions here real quick, each of you in your own spirit and your own heart. Does Scripture come from the Holy Spirit? Yes. Does the Holy Spirit speak to you today? Yes. If the Holy Spirit speaks to you today, is it only speaking in phrases from the King James Version? Answer those questions and then figure out <laughs> that there is stuff that's from God that's not in the King James Version. <laughs> Larry, we have the Word of God, right? But God is still speaking. Is that what you're saying, Larry? Amen. Bingo, boom, whatever you want to call it. Amen. Rochelle. Hey, hey friends, hang on, Michelle. You're going to know the truth, the truth if you know it's going to set you free. But you're not going to know the truth if you're not exposed to other things other than just what you find in the pages of that scripture. Sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. Um, I love the book of Enoch. Thanks for introducing people to this who haven't heard of it because it really will enrich them. And um, chapter 93 is super interesting. And um, back to what you were saying, um, um, it's chapter 93. And uh, Enoch began to recount from the books and said, I was born the seventh in the first week. So the seventh from Adam, while judgment and righteousness still endured. And after me shall arise in the second week, great wickedness and deceit shall have sprung up. That's That's the watchers right there. And in it, there shall be the first end, which is the flood. And in it, a man shall be saved, which was Noah. 
And after it is ended, uprighteousness shall grow up and shall be made for the sinners, which was the Torah. This goes on and on, and he's got the whole 10 weeks, and he's really got, it's almost like a, the, a layout of history. And he has been dead on all the way up, I think we're somewhere around his week seven. He's got 10 weeks, and it is very interesting. So maybe, um, guys, check that out. If you want further proof for the book of Enoch, it's chapter 93 and then uh, 91. Thank you, Michelle. Mark Trump. <clears throat> couple logical questions. Why would the Catholic Church and the people not want us to see it? Set that aside. Isn't the New Testament mostly letters from general, from one of our generals? Yes, sir. They're nothing more than letters from Paul. Why are we canonizing letters from Paul and not the rest? Another question mark. Then I'd like to go back and say 3,000 L's, coach. Mm, Mark. I caught that. I, I don't know how many people caught that. How big's an L, Mark? Well, if so, <laughs> the largest building on earth is in Dubai. 3,000 L's is taller than that building. These guys would have been walking through the ocean. Code. Equivalent to a volume of 10 decimeters. How big is an L? I think it's 18 inches, I believe. Somebody Google that real quick. That's what I heard, Coach, 18 inches. 18 inches. So how big did it say, Mark? How big were the uh, – how many L's? 3,000 L's, and I think it, it's a little over a half mile high. That's 4,500 4, Folks, you say, well, that's baloney. Yeah. That's over that's a half baloney. mile high. That's hey, baloney. Coach. Yes. Hey, Coach. Hey, Coach, it's RJ. Could I ask uh, the group? Is it is it possible that these giants were the reptiles that we call dinosaurs? That that that's what was being generated out of the uh, the, the magical arts of, of you know from the knowledge that these, uh, these well, fallen well, angels well, had. We we know this, RJ. We know this that that uh, the angels had sex with animals. Hey, why don't we just look at Leviticus eleven? God calls them abominations, RJ. Everything in there is abominations. If you touch it, go clean yourself. God didn't create a bunch of abominations, and they were on the ark. Two by two were the unclean abominations. And if you went to the ark, 50% of the exhibits were dinosaurs. But I do Mm. believe that there were races of the angels that were just like man, and then there were some like beasts that were made from beasts. Mm. So I, I believe they were both. Are you guys, are you guys grown up enough? I can show you something a little deeper. You okay. Don't, don't send me emails and tell me, please don't send me emails. Do not send me emails and tell me I'm leading people into pagan. Don't do that. Don't do that. Spencer type in mud fossil university. You want to do some, you want to do some mind blowing Googling mud fossil university. Uh, should be, go down on YouTube, down to bottom, Spencer. I'm sorry. Go back where you were. Go back where you were. There, there it is. Mud Fossil University on YouTube. There it is. Folks, <laughs> just put that in the chat. If anybody's interested, just put it in the chat. 
<laughs> because, because listen, folks, see, this is what makes Enoch so hard to believe. Nobody said, well, they couldn't have 4,500 feet men. That's ridiculous. All right. Craig, come on in. Well, I think the question would be is if we could take the, the folks that assembled the King James Bible and they did the best that they could and they had precepts of what they felt comfortable, they had enough information that they were going to make it into the King James Bible. But if they can't, we could fast forward them today and take the Dead Sea Scrolls and then just what you read, they might have actually included the Book of Enoch, at least the first Book of Enoch. And that there's three books, and that's where people get a little bit, you know, most okay, but Craig, let, let's say this. Let's let's say this because Craig, what you're saying, and this is what I'll get the emails about. Why you're questioning God? You mean God made a mistake, and if we were to write the book again, He'd put it in there? That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, as Mark Trump said, these are letters from generals explaining well, what was going on at the time. Well, then the deeper question is: Is well, why did we find it during 1948, 1947? That's yeah, the because it's it was meant for the end times that's why they, it wasn't meant for 1600s mm. it was meant for today because it would make sense of that so amen randy come on in that's good illustration craig hey, coach, god wanted us to find it out now yes coach go to hebrews 11 5 and 6 <clears throat> this is right this is paul i mean it's pretty obvious paul wrote hebrews in my opinion but it doesn't matter. They're, they're authenticating these people. By faith, all of them please God, Coach. So without – this was his – Enoch's testimony. You'll see in verse 5, this was his testimony that pleased God. And he didn't – he was taken, okay? But just go ahead and read it, Coach. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony – that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that self diligently seek him. Right? Folks, so we know Enoch was a righteous man. Right? We, we know that. Didn't, didn't that writer just uh, authenticate Enoch, coach? I mean, didn't God authenticate him? Looks like, like it right here. He authenticated him. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Folks, listen! It is a letter, as Mark said, from the generals. Enoch is explaining what was going on. Why it's not part of the canon, I don't know. But this is an explanation from Enoch of what was going on. And like our good friend, was it Craig or RJ, just whoever just said it, maybe God didn't want it revealed till now. Maybe they couldn't really have under, had an understanding. Folks, come on. Come on, we're grown-ups here, right? We're grown-ups. Back when they wrote the book of Revelation, and John's talking about all these creatures that he's seen, he couldn't explain what they were because they'd never seen anything like it. If John was writing the book of Revelation today, would he be able to say helicopters rather than bugs? Would he be able to say that? Because we have helicopters. They didn't have helicopters back then. And it could have been part of the unveiling, revealing of where we are in history, that now that we have to be able to see, oh, I see what he was saying. I see what he, by the way, evil spirits in high places, who might those be? They're mentioned. They're mentioned right there in Enoch. Who they, give them names of who they were. 
right? They're forced to read. Reggie. Coach, you experience the emails that come after you present these things and it's frustrating, I get it, because you know, I've been saying this stuff for a long time and it's it's the same thing. Their, their minds are programmed and they can't think outside of that. And Already, so we're, we're helping them. Okay, so your the point? Movie, there's a movie called The Village. People, I, people laugh. Why do you send us to a TV show or a movie? Because it, they're telling themselves. You need to watch, they need to watch The Village. And it was basically, they wrote, I'm not going to go into it. It's M. Night Shyamalan, The Village. But what I wanted to say was something that, that uh, what's his name was talking about. I'm sorry. I'm tired this morning. But um, Enoch, remember when I told you I was praying one morning and <laughs> there's a theology out there, the two witnesses at the end times, Enoch and Elias, many think and believe that. I said, I believe that we thought they would come in flesh and they may not. I think the book of Enoch is that, is this time, is for this time. It's part of the two witnesses. Part of, part of the two witnesses thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I would make, folks, this is all speculation. We don't know. But I'm going to tell you something. Michelle Dobbenmeyer and Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer, we were, this, this encouraged us yesterday. When we were doing this study, this didn't drag me away from the King James Bible. This didn't drag me away from the truth of the word of God. None of this did. This fed it. This is salt and pepper put on top of it. Mm. It was more palatable. I could eat. Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Oh, now I get it. Larry. Can't hear you. Can't hear you, Larry. Oh, he took his hand down. <laughs> maybe, maybe he took his hand down. Cool. Uh, go back to go back to Enoch again, Spencer. Go back to uh, uh, go back to where do we start? Chapter seven. Go back to the seven minute mark. Scroll to, scroll where it tells us the name of those archangels, not archangels, but those fallen angels. What was their name? Keep going. Did you go? Huh? Are this made? Is this made up? Keep going, Spence. There they are. Play that right there, folks. Hey, hey, Mount Hermon, right? Mount Hermon. Where did Jesus stand? Where did he say the gates of hell will not prevail? Stood Mount Hermon. Stood Mount Hermon. And what were their names played, Spencer? Called it Mount Hermon because they'd sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And these are the names of their leaders. Semiazaz, their leader. Arakaba, Ramael, Kokabiel, Tamiel, Ramiel, Daniel, Ezekiel, Barakajal, Asael, Amaros, Atarel, Ananel, Zakiel, Samsapiel, Satarel, Turel, Jomjael, Sariel. These are their chiefs. 18 of, of them. Tens. 18. Chapter 7. There they are. Hey, hey. The there's how it's organized. They're the chief of tens. That's the angel hierarchy, the fallen angel hierarchy. And if you do the math on that, that's 180, I think. What are the names? What? Simjazi. Eric. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. There are 190, right? There's 190. Oh, wait a minute. 
190 plus the 10 liters. There's the 200 angels, right? These are the chiefs of tens. Folks, this is so fascinating to me. This is so building my faith. Sorry if it doesn't build yours. Sorry. Come on in, Kevin. Then Paul. Then Dr. Paul. All right. So, Coach, I've always considered the Book of Enoch a deep dive, tell-all expose of Genesis 6. Okay? And I want you to notice something. When you read Enoch, notice that none of it contradicts the Bible. None of it contradicts the Word of God. Can you find anything that contradicts the Word of God in it? No. It all backs up the Word of God. It's all complementary to it. So I think it's a true part of gospel. I think, well, I think it's a true part of the Scripture. All right? And, you know, don't forget that that when they came together and decided what was going to be canonized, that was men doing that. Okay, maybe they tried their best, but it doesn't mean that they got it perfect. Okay? And I've never been anything but blessed and learned from Listen, I don't listen. I don't care if it's not the canon. I'm not even making the argument for it that it should be. I'm not arguing with you, Kevin. I'm not even making that argument. I'm Mark. It's letters from the generals. They're explaining Genesis six to us. That's the way I see it, Doctor Paul. Uh, It's more of a question. Is there anything in the Bible itself that says the Bible will not be updated? (laughs) No. Well, uh, I think that I think that's understood in there. Somebody smarter than me can maybe maybe it is. Huh? Uh, The the Book of Revelation it says concerning the Book of Revelation to to Saint John. It says, "Don't add to or take away from." There you that, go. There you that go. was applying specifically to specifically to the Book of Revelation, in my opinion. I yeah. mean, the way I read it. That's Listen, folks, it. I'm please don't accuse me of trying to add to the scriptures. Mark Trump, thank you. It's letters from generals. This was a guy who was around who documented everything that was going on. They decided not to put it in the Bible. Maybe why didn't they put it in the Bible? Maybe there wasn't proof that it actually. Enoch had actually written that. There could have been a lot of reasons why they didn't put it in the Bible. But that does not mean it's not a letter from the generals. It's not, he wasn't there to witness everything that went on and he wrote it down. Oh, boy. I got myself in the one here. Go ahead, Alan. Coach, I'll tell you why God's uncovered this thing for us. Because the deception is going to be so great. We're going to need other stuff to open up our, our eyes. Coach, turn real fast to Revelation chapter 10 and verse 5 and read that. If people don't want to believe how big things are, just read that verse right there. Revelation chapter 10, verse 5. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea. Wow. <laughs> That's a pretty big boy, isn't it? <laughs> and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven. The angel I saw stand upon the sea and upon the ocean. Wow. And upon the... Wow. Coach, you what? Coach, he wasn't just at the beach, Coach. He wasn't just standing on the beach. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Coach, I'm going to tell you this. You remember how Barack Obama got up there in 2006 in that Baptist church in Illinois, and he mocked he mocked yep. the story of uh, Abraham and Isaac. He mocked yep. it. Coach, if you, if you want to really unleash some stuff, dive into the book of Jasher. 
Coach, it tells how Satan put flesh upon himself and became an old man and tricked Sarah. Coach, it really opens up what went well, on. You're, you're trying to get me in trouble. You're just trying to get me in trouble. I'm in enough trouble. <laughs> Go ahead, Dale. Come on in, Dale. Well, brother, let me let me just solidify, you know, one of the things, brother, I enjoy this. Listen, when we want to study history, you got to study a lot of books. And the Bible is his story. And at the closing of the Gospel of John, he says it himself. We quote this, but listen to what he says. He says, and this is the disciple who is testifying these things and wrote these things as we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written in detail, I suppose that even the world itself would not contain, listen, the books that would be written. Guess what? These things are being opened and they're being revealed through writers and through <clears throat> general letters that have been concealed and hidden for a long time. They're being so this, they're being revealed so, to us, Coach. So they're Dale, nobody's denying folks, listen, don't miss this. Lord, I just heard this. Nobody's denying this book is written. <laughs> nobody's denying that. They're just denying whether or not it's true. Right? This book has been written. It well, has Coach, been written. If I can jump back into this. Okay, let's think about, okay, the person Enoch. Who was Enoch? Was he a wicked, evil dude? This guy was so right with the Lord himself that God took him away. Not took him out, but took him away because there was so much favor upon him. So if <laughs> I'm going to read a book that he probably was part of the penmanship of it, brother, I am not going to disclude some of the things written there. But Dale, that's one of the arguments they'll make is that they're not sure he wrote it. It's one of the arguments they'll make. Jamie, come on in. James, come on in. I'm sorry, Coach. Let me, let me, let me finish that. Okay. Then who, when, when Genesis is being written, okay, who, who's authoring this? Who's verbatim this, right? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to debate that. I don't want to debate that. I'm just saying that's the argument they'll use. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a horrible argument when you read all the scriptures. Who wrote the book of Job? Right. We don't even know who wrote the book of Hebrews. We think we do, but we don't really know. They put that, they put that in there. Go ahead, Jamie. Hey, guys. Um, I, when I got a hold of the book of Enoch, so much key information in there, it increased my Bible study and inspiration for Bible study so greatly. It increased so much. It was, it was such a blessing to get that key information. And who wouldn't want to hear from Noah's great granddaddy, right? (laughs) That makes sense. Silver, come on in. Okay, coach. (laughs) Spence, Daniel 12, one through four. Twelve, yeah. At that time, (laughs) and at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation even to that time. And at that time, thou people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to the shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. 
But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. And he's referring to the prior two chapters. Boom. Okay. We're seeing Mm. that come to pass. Mm. (laughs) Amen. Amen. It's it's called a revealing, isn't it, folks? We're in the we're in the middle of a reveal. I think we are an unveiling and a revealing. Go ahead, Randy. Coach, to not read other books and to, to just to add to and to strengthen the biblical principles is hypocrisy to people that say that it shouldn't do it. And you know all you need is the Bible. Coach, that's like eating eating a meal with the steak and you got all the trimmings around it and you won't eat them because you it's against your religion. You know, it's just well, Randy, they are telling us they are telling us who the principalities and powers are. They told them what they taught. They told they tell us everything, right? These are who we're warring against. Exactly. Read, prove it wrong. Just just try to prove it wrong. That's all you need to do. Go into it and prove it wrong. That that'd be a good way to look at it. Amen. Larry, jump in here real quickly. Uh, Larry, try to get you in there, Rochelle Myra. Go. Yeah, j- just a little bit on the you know, you, you encourage us to search out the how long an L was. Well, the information that I saw that an L came from Northern Europe uh, is where it was used, and they equated it to a cubit. Now, that was a long, 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 long time after Noah's, you know, grandpa. So an L, as translated in the the Enoch or whatever else, may have been something totally different, and we have no idea how long an L was, but I guarantee you 3,000 was probably pretty tall. Pretty tall. Rochelle! As she moves away from her computer. Thank, thanks, Coach. Um, yeah, way to go, Silver. You stole my thunder, but I won't. Uh, I'll take it to Leviticus sixteen six, and it talks right there what you were talking about, Coach. Um, the two goats, and one of them is a, gets to go for Azazel. There it is in ten. But the goat on which the lot fell for Azazel shall be prescribed alive before the Lord. Anyway, they uh, they practiced um, giving this offering, uh, the sin sacrifice um, right there is more proof to back up your book. Amen. Roger. Well, I, I was just going to say, I, I think our problem is not the reading of the book of Enoch in whatever capacity you want. I think the problem is people aren't reading the Bible. Period. Um, I think that's that's the real issue. Nobody's reading yeah. their Bible, let alone the book. Of the Boom. Trust but v- verify, right, Roger? Trust but verify. Debbie Perkins, quickly. Well, I think it brings to light how heavy the these um, what comes against this is. How big yes. it is. I think we tend to minimize it to the devil with the tail. I mean, I mean that's simplistic, but this brings how huge and how powerful they are and still are. And they number them, the 10, they were head over 10, and there's, there's 20, I might, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Gotta run! Hope you still love me. See you tomorrow.